<clears throat> is this thing on? Do 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 re mi 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 do re mi fa so la fa so la do re mi do. Listen. Okay. <laughs> I be in my mood, y'all. If I didn't have to study for this exam, which is gonna open so many opportunities for me, but I just don't feel like studying for tonight. <laughs> I'll be on this podcast, but listen, so there's a lot of talk going on about poopy head, um, Brian McKnight, y'all. I, I knew cause the religion I grew up in, um, he, he's pretty popular there. I think one of his brothers was in, in one of the, uh, like gospel, um, groups or whatever, but I've been known he had that dog in him for if oh from since I was probably like early twenties, so I'm not surprised that the rest of the world we I think we're still going through a phase of exposure um on so many levels um I've been paying attention a little bit to what's going on astrologically and the planet placements and and um for the little bit I know I feel like we're still. In that energy, and if anything, it's kind of like started to amplify. But I've been been knowing Brian McKnight got that dog in him, y'all. So you know, different content creators are kind of talking about it and whatnot. And I, I, you know, my thing on karma, I feel like with him, it's only a matter of time. Like my mom says, it's not something that's going; it's something that's coming. And she also says, um. Every pig has a Sunday, so, or in his case, <laughs> every veggie link has a Saturday. But I feel like, um, the 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 amount of toxic, vile energy he's putting out there, like, that's gonna come back to definitely bite him in the ass. And I feel like, it the way he's doing it on a public scale is it's not gonna be pretty when, whatever energy he puts out there comes back to get him um but here's my issue so i i i i low-key like how my mind thinks and i i like part of this podcast is i get to say things that i normally wouldn't say i feel like i grew up in a lot of echo chambers and grew up in the you're seen and not heard but i also have an analytical mind and i feel like um I, I'm getting to test it and probe a little bit more. And so there might be a little few, you know, like little missteps in here and there. But um, so as I was listening to to a couple of people, my mind is just listening to it um, on different angles. And the thing that kept coming up and what prompted me to come and press record on this was just like, I don't understand how the wife that he's married to now could be okay with this. How, Sway? Like, you know that he treats his children from the first, like, shit? Like, and she's okay with that? And I feel like even for the daughter, I can you really expect a lot from the daughter because she's learning these witch, witch, witchy ways from her mom? So... She, she, how is she going to have a moral compass of what's right and wrong outside of what her mom is modeling for her? But 
it's like, and I know that I've had some conversations that were a little controversial. So I have to assess that for myself in terms of what it means. But I feel like as, as someone's like wife or companion, especially when it comes to kids and especially because she has children of her own, it's like, how would you allow him to, um, just do and say things that are so distasteful. And I feel like these are the the sisterhood conversations that really bother me because this woman is so, at this point, it's all about her life, her comfort, and her children that she doesn't care that there's other children, you know, out there. Like, what if, I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm I'm starting to understand that, and especially because I think I quote unquote grew up on a Christian um, type of thing. But I I listen. It's it's to the point. Like I said too, I was watching the Kendra G show, and this this woman that grew up in my religion, she's on there, and she's like, "I'm looking for a man, ma'am. There are men at your church. Go date the men in your church." And then she's like, "Oh, I don't want to have sex before I get married," but she'll be at like a Freaknik concert. No, it wasn't a Freaknik concert. She was like, she's she'll go to a, a Keith Sweat concert. Listen, I'm not in the religion anymore, but one thing you can't do is kind of like choose to be a conditional Christian where it's like, oh, I won't have premarital sex, but I'll listen to Keith Sweat though. I'll go to the go to his concert. That's not how, like either you're ten toes down and you do everything, or you're not, <clears throat> and I'm out of it. But um, all that to say, I feel like with the, with the wife, you, that, that, you don't even, and I don't even think it's, I'm not even saying that she needs to be like chummy and friends with the first baby's mom, but those are children and you have children. And didn't you see what your children went through without having a father around or, cause she's obviously not with those children's father either. I think that... Like I said, I feel like it could be a lost cause for the daughter because the daughter will will probably model what the mom did and she will go get a man that has children outside of the marriage or, you know, that she will allow to never. And But, you know, the other person that came to mind was um like the whole Chloe and Tristan thing. That is insane to me. I I am. Um, she. Because of, I guess, she feels threatened by Mara Lee, she doesn't want Tristan to go over there to check on his son. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that is, that, is that what we're doing in 2023? You know, that we as adults, our egos are so fragile that we don't even give the children a fighting chance, you know? I feel like that's very cutthroat and, um, yeah, so th- that, those are my thoughts. I, and, 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 and I think part of the reason, cause I, I was, like I said, I've been kind of just thinking about it as I'm listening to different people give their angles and their thoughts on it from different perspectives, but, um, 
I think part of the reason I'm even comfortable ha- doing this podcast and saying like I'm kind of putting the woman's feet to the fire is because she's supposed to be the logical one. She's supposed to be the one that has a moral compass. I've said it before, but the way that testosterone affects the brain and the way that their brains are different than a, like men's brains are different than women's brains. I, if anybody's going to be the moral authority, it should be the woman, right? It should be her saying like, listen, from a family standpoint, from a nurturing and maternal standpoint, from a humanistic standpoint. But if, if, if she don't have that, then, and, and this is why too, I've said this before. I'm not the originator of this thought, but these couples really do deserve each other. They really do think on the same wavelength. And um, the same way, they, because think about it. You know, you talk about like how we say sometimes you meet the representative, but you also hear the saying like when your husband goes out to work, he's representing you. And when you're out going to work or at the park or at the gym or at church or at the mall or, or whatever, you know, you represent your husband, like they'll be able to tell, like, if you're just haggard and tired and stressed with swollen ankles, working, you know, three days shy of going into labor, that's a representation that your man is ain't shit that he, you know, doesn't have, can't figure out how to make money in a, in a world where they make, make way more than, than women. But anyways, 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 right? So, in a way, like we kind of reflect each other. We're a representative of like, if you choose a, a classy woman, that means that you have some type of class yourself. If you choose a ratchet, then that means you probably have ratchet underlines yourself. And so if you're going to scrape the bottom of the, the barrel and you're going to be with somebody who... um treats his children like that, that says a lot about you, I feel like. And I I do also, I'm, I'm also comfortable saying this too, because I do understand the power of a woman to the extent where I know that we have pull. And I feel like if she were to be like, Beb, right? Because that, I don't know, she like Vietnamese, I don't, mm. Beb, I don't think you should be treating the baby like that. At least let her come spend the weekend with you and we can have her hang out with the children. Okay, I do her nails, I do her car, I do everything. And then, you know, I cook and I clean for her. But at least let the baby come spend time with you so you can have a father-daughter relationship. You know, something. Like, he would have been like, oh, this is why I love my Filipina. I think she's Filipino. That's why I love my Filipino women because, you know, they're all about community, da 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 whatever, what have you. But they they both dusty, y'all. They are both. It that's that should be embarrassing. Um, and so what it comes down to is like on her, like looking at the woman's situation, like the current wife he's with. That that is it comes down to greed. Um. Yep, look at this. That Dr. Dre was another one too. And I feel like even with Dr. Dre's wife that he got divorced, I I thought it was funny. Like she literally took him to the cleaners. Like I'm not even playing you. She had receipts that her dry cleaning bill was like 
way more than my mortgage payment, like 1300 no, 13000 a month or something like that for dry cleaning. It was some, some high amount for the dry cleaning. I, you know, probably was closer to like, I don't know, but, but, but so I say that to say she basically took him to the dry cleaners, but I think he really deserved it. And she, I, I don't think she's on the, out of the Claire for, for her, the, 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 I don't know if he got married like two or three times, but whoever the last wife is, um, I think it is part of his karma that she got half of the money, but I feel, still feel she has some karma coming her way because it's like, how do you allow him to treat his children like that? You know, but it comes down to, to greed because then now you're going to have to split the estate with them and, you know, help those children get on their feet and whatever, what have you. And so it's like, but, but again, these type of, of men that do this, they hate themselves so much. I think that one of the things that this is the reason that most people, most guys don't like a mature woman is because we've lived long enough to see the patterns and to see the cycles for ourselves. And when you're young, you're kind of just like trying to sort out all through all the noise and get clarity on what is what and whatever, what have you. But you start to understand the pathology over and over again. 50 Cent, um, Dre, um, um, Brian McKnight. They don't, they don't love themselves. That's why they're with these type of women. Well, those women don't have any loyalties to anybody outside of themselves right and they're there for the finances at any cost and if that means you know trampling on children then so be it you know and it's just sad i and, and so but with that being said too you know if you're under the sound of my voice and you don't have children yet like just give it a second thought like i don't the more I understand like the word that gets used a lot is pathology. Like once you understand what you're getting yourself into, ain't no way I would ever give like have a child with a black man. Call him my twin flame. Call him the companion that came up in my nail chart. I give zero Fs. You better come back in the next lifetime as something else because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I just there's no way knowing what I know now. You know, because you're just, I, you know, one of the, the, the best comments I remember, somebody had said it in the comments is like, we are giving birth to predators and prey. So you're either going to give birth to a black male that's going to hate him himself, hate you. And then as he's figuring life out, have children that now are going to be abandoned and having to go through, listen, when, if you get a chance to hear what the daughter, his daughter says, it is one of the saddest things, y'all. I talk about like how I, my unborn children, I love them so much. Like it's, it's probably, you know, a little, but I, I would never want to birth them into a situation where they have to feel that level of pain. It is heart wrenching. And I, I think about like how I felt right? As an adult going through the heartbreak and the betrayal of somebody that you think, and I say this because 
because it that that shit hurts. We can try to tough it out, be a boss babe and put on my big girl panties and stuff like that. But when you're dealing with those type of emotions, it it that that stuff hurts. And so if you put a child in that situation where if if imagine if I feel sad and betrayal or not wanted, right? When my quote unquote boyfriend is not calling me or spending time with me or making excuses, you know, you take a hit, you kind of second guess yourself a little bit. You're like, oh, I don't know. What am I not doing right? Children don't even have the, the capacity to take on that type of bandwidth of energy. And when you when you hear her letter, oh my gosh, you guys, that is some gut-wrenching stuff. There is no way that we need to keep perpetuating that type of cycle. There is no way. Um... Oh, this is so sad, you guys. How can they... This this person here says his biological daughter is only in her early 20s and goes to the same school as a stepdaughter, which makes the pose so much worse. <sighs> Man... I don't know. I think we're, I, you know, and it's funny, like, once we get to a point where there's a little bit more dialogue with between us, I don't have a problem saying, like, where I have room for growth or if you kind of challenge me. I do tend to get a little bit bored. I do like rigorous, like, conversations where there's a little bit of pushback, you know, as long as it's respectful and stuff, too. But I think that some of you remember my post about the McDonald's and how the father... Um, brought food for his child and I said I understood that and there's I'm basically at this point I'm like seven or eight toes down versus ten toes down but I understand it and part of the the reason it was um, my response was like that it was predicated on the idea that it's like let's try to be as responsible as possible you know especially if you if your person already has children like understand what it is that you're getting yourself into. I think was kind of I try to think of like what is the underlying current like theme that I'm trying to get across. What is the bulk of of what I believe and then allow for outlayers and stuff like that. But I feel like you know, if you if you have the opportunity to to like let's say like um I was talking from the standpoint of being a woman, but even I think as a man, but if there's no point of me appealing to like trying to rationalize with a man, that's just a space I'm in. You're welcome to come back in a year or even five years to see if I still kind of feel this way. But this is the, te- this is the space I'm in right now. I, there's no rationalizing with them. Like either they have it or they don't. So, but to me, it would, what I'm trying to say is like, if I had children and my man, quote unquote, loved me, quote unquote, but I, again, once you start to understand like their biology and their brain and how testosterone affects them, they're not capable of love, right? I already gave you the sources on that on the last podcast of who to go to, who to listen to. You can just make a decision for yourself. But um, the, the, the fantasy would be that, okay, if you love me, 
And you see that I'm not treating my kids the best and I'm neglectful. And you see that I quote unquote love you, then it'd be like, well, let me tell her, you know, let's take better care of the kids. Let's make sure that they, you know, get their bath before they go to bed at night and make sure they have clean clothes and healthy meals, you know, and, and that we get them to practice on time or whatever, what have you. And it, it should be like, oh, wow, well, I really, you know, like this guy. So I'm going to listen to what he says about my kids. Like, you have the opportunity to influence someone to to, to do the right thing. But then again, and then I'm going to close out here. But this is this is how I like to kind of just make sure that my arguments hold water. Because I was talking about how... Um, uh, it just came to my mind. It was, we were talking about the, the destiny thing. Um, I lost it and I am legit tired y'all. I've, I've been like building up momentum where I'm just really tired. So I took the day off. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to upload the thumbnail and the title and I think it will come back to me. So obviously if it's more than 20, 22 minutes, then I remembered what it was that I wanted to say and I'll just add it to this and then um go to bed. Let me see if it was something I saw in the comments. Um Okay, yeah, no. So yeah, if it's if it's obviously longer than this and I remembered what it was. All right, bye, good night, have a good one. What it was we were talking earlier about how um because remember I was making the argument that you could use that person's attraction to influence that person. You know that they put your thoughts on a on a pedestal. So why wouldn't you influence them to make the right decision, especially if you're capable of doing that? Like who knows if you were brought into that person's life to make it better for those children, even if it's for the time that you're with them. And but remember yesterday I was talking about how I had to learn this myself too early in, in uh towards the end of my last relationship, how it's important to have a locus of control that lies within yourself, right? So as much as I want to use that argument that I, like where I would say, well, if my man was mistreating his children and and being like just really straight up vile like McKnight or Dr. Dre or or 50 Cent or something, then I'd be like, babe, you know, I think that we should try to have you, you know, build a relationship with your children and even though you're not with the mom, like those things matter and you want to make sure that they're, you know, loved and cared for coming from a perspective as a woman. But one of the things I learned, even though I'm not, I don't subscribe to the twin flame journey stuff anymore, there were things that I definitely took away from that. And that was learning about autonomy and locus of control. And it added more fuel to why I really don't believe in religion because Religion always sells you this story of like, um, of like totally, like literally of, um, having an outside locus of control. It's kind of like, well, does the whole, what did the Holy Spirit tell you? Did God tell you this? Um, did your pastor tell you this? Um, or in this case, did your wife or your husband tell you this? But it's like that, that has to come from an internal um, compass, you have to determine for yourself, part of being a good person is taking care of your own children, even if you're not with the, with the, with their, with the other parent, right? And understanding like 
child behavior and child development and just even humanity, you know? Think about what you would want to have go through if you're a child and how hard it is for you to kind of understand things, especially at this point, 2023. I know like when I was um um for a graduate for uh I was going to say for graduate school, but not not my MBA for my bachelor's. Even if you take a couple of college classes, you have to take psychology, biology, um, and they tell you like all the the things that you know the formative years and how important it is to be in a like I would say a healthy family unit. I think that there's a part of me that kind of feels that the way that we view quote unquote nuclear families might actually be a little bit more better for children too because the same way that women are kind of stepping away from the marriage title I feel like if anything they'll do companionship you'll get a good life insurance policy a trust a will you know where there's still that transactional part of things but it's not you're not confined to like a wedding day and and marriage per se and, and it just being an empty title It'll have more weight, but then you're free to go if and when you want to. And it not being like this forced societal, you know, thing that we need to adhere to. And I think that it might, I I don't know, I'm just, we'll see, right? But I feel like a part of the pressure that children feel is kind of like, how come they grow up with their parents, but, you know, like with their dad, but I don't. And... And so then it starts to feel like you're not wanted. But if we let go of this whole idea that we don't even need the father in the home anymore, then, you know, maybe it will it will make for healthier children. And the reason I even feel comfortable saying that, too, is because um, I've kind of observed from a distance, like how children are when they're raised by their mom. And especially if it's if it's women or like girls that grow up to be women. For the most part, they're okay. They might have quote-unquote daddy issues, but I think that's because society tells us. But I also see what happens when you have a bad father in the home where, you know, and and I've said this before too, and then I'm going to get off because I'm so sleepy, you guys. (laughs) But I, I, you know, my dad, my dad didn't grow up with a dad. His dad died when he was two. And so... um. It's it's interesting to me because he doesn't have any role models in terms of like um how to be a father or how to be a husband. Like he just that was something like even when I was talking with him last summer, that's something that came from within him. And it's he's kind of this I'm pretty much like his twin on so, like our same temperaments and stuff like that. We're both quiet, we're both reserved type of a thing. Um we love to be in our quiet spaces um, and sort of thing, but we have great sense of humor and obviously have a connection with money and stuff like that too. Um, and, but he didn't have that, that model, but I say that to say that my parents did everything they could with my siblings, which were, were our three boys, put them in private school, had a strict no TV um, and then when we did have TV, it was no cable. So we grew up literally on Mr. Rogers, 321 Contact. We're in the world as Carmen Sandiego. 
uh, Sesame Street. Um, um, I think at one point there used to be something called Ghost Riders or something like that too. But other than that, like no TV, no cable. I remember like sometimes when we go to my grandad's house in Los Angeles, she would have, she had cable. And so sometimes we would watch like a little bit of Scooby-Doo, a little bit of My Little Pony, a little bit of the Smurfs, a little bit of my uh, Ninja Turtles. But I mean, when I say a little bit, like it'd be on for like maybe like five minutes and then we'd have to switch the channel when my mom came because she was always checking on us and stuff. But they still, it doesn't matter like if you have them in church school with the father in the home, like, you know, I I already kind of gave you like most of back in the days, like everything that my dad grew up to be, again, with the inner locus of control, he didn't have a father or somebody like inspiring him to be an upstanding citizen and to pursue his doctorate and in, in education and all this stuff and be like a, a super nerd or whatever. But it's like, um, even with all of that and, and my mom being a stay at home mom background as a principal and a teacher and helping with them with their homework and bit Bible study and in church and active in all this different stuff, they still tend to succumb to society you know, in terms of like gravitating to the the thuggish or like the gangster or type of stuff. They're they're adults now. Um, but growing up it's kinda like that that's the culture that they wanted to default to. And I think um I think it was Dave Chappelle was sharing his experience about um how even though he grew up in suburb, white suburban America, he w- always um looked at how um the blackistan culture was glorified and he's like oh i want to be you know i want to be a thug type of a thing and it's so i say that to say like at some point you start to realize that that person has to have that inner locus of control i think that religion makes us feel like well i'll pray to this deity in the sky that's going to forgive me and it's out of my control. No, we the locus of control lies within ourselves. And so I kind of, excuse me, course corrected myself a little bit. Is this on? Okay. You know, I would have said like, maybe it's on her to appeal to him. But at the end of the day, I feel like they're one and the same. And, um, you know, I I... I don't know. I will th- these type of things the he he's going to he's going to suffer the the repercussions of this. It's not a matter of if but when. All right y'all, I'll talk to you later. Have a good night. I will Listen, if I come back on here tonight, it's really a problem. I'm so sleepy. I really needed today off. Yesterday I was at Newport Beach. Beautiful. Oh. I have to post um at least one picture. Because we were kind of like out by the dock and you could see all the yachts like going out for their, for their, not their drive, but, um, and all like the beautiful homes and stuff and the food was so good. I, I, um, mm, I'm guessing I'm trying to think what I would title it or whatever. The pictures are so pretty, like, and the sun was just starting to set 
And then I had to drive back home and I, I, I did three exams yesterday, which was pushing it. And so kind of burnt myself out, to be honest. So today I've just been like burnt out, but I feel like Monday, Tuesday, I should be, I should be fine. Um, I'm getting around 90, 95 on the cram exam test. So I should be okay. Um, just needed that mental health break so 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 yeah I'm not we're not I'm not coming back on here tonight I, as soon as I'm done uploading this because I already did the thumbnail and I already uploaded segment a so this is part b just gonna attach this press publish and I will talk to you all in a day or two bye